0: Amen? Well, I do believe I've got a prophetic word for you today. I'm going to be coming out of Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. And I will start barreling on down here because I I understand it's Sunday morning and um, God's already in the place and he's met us already. But let me get this word out to you that I felt strongly about, do feel strongly about. In the context of Isaiah chapter 60, verses one through six, really. This is a prophecy that Isaiah is giving regarding the children of Israel. And it's actually what we call millennial. Meaning this will actually see its fulfillment in the millennial reign. However, I find it so interesting that he's writing it prior to, showing them, folks, Why are you asleep? And he starts to prophesy over them. And I would like to be so bold and yet so humble as to think this is a word for you and for me. To arise. And once you've arisen, to shine, which means get awakened to service. So we're going to start going through that. I love Spurgeon says they were sound asleep. Now watch, I love the way he writes. He says they then hear a cry arise. I told my husband on the way and I said, "May I, I might. There's something on the word arise. Maybe just cuz I'm preaching it. I don't, I'm being since I don't know. But for me, you come up to me and you say arise. I'm like I'm awakened. Maybe in here today you need someone like me to say, get up. What's making you lie prostrate? What circumstances have you come in with? What lies are you believing that are making you lie down on the ground? And the whole time God is saying, what? Arise. Let's look at it out of the amplified. Arise, shine. Literally, Isaiah says, arise from the depression and the prostration, which means you're lying flat, that circumstances have kept you. I'm going to prove to you today, scripturally, why circumstances do not have to keep you down. 30, 60, 100% hearers, please become a 100% hearer. So that as you're hearing it, 100% will come back your way. I love this message. Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face in the sunlight because God's glory has risen on you. How do we apply this to us? Well, hang with me. Spurgeon says there's much need, dear friends, that we should be sometimes at least awakened Here are persons in the light, Christian. The day has dawned upon them, and they're asleep. The trumpet has sounded. Can I blow a trumpet? Can my voice be a trumpet today? And the watchman is shouting aloud, arise shine. I love the word arise. It's giving strength. After today, if you need strength or you, knew, you know someone who needs some strength, get in their ear, blow your trumpet and say arise. It's strength imparting. Definition is to get up from sitting. Spring forth. Stand up. Now, right before service today, and the Lord said, This is for people out here today. So I don't know who you are. I found two more. The definition of arise. I had to write it, so I'm like, Wah. To come into view as from obscurity. Some of you in here have been held in obscurity. I'm talking, in a, I'm talking some here with calls. And you've been on the back side of the desert, and I get it, because we all have to go there. Sorry, that's God's training ground. But there comes a day where he will say, get up. It's your day. You're being enlisted to frontline service. No more obscurity. In fact, I can hear the Lord saying, some of you have been in obscurity, and you... And you think that's your lot in life? In the background, push back. You've used your past. Pastor Chris was in the meeting this morning saying, you got to get to a place where your past really doesn't define you. You got to you got to keep going pressing into the new. Obscurity. Now Jesus was in obscurity, wasn't he? But the day came, and the Father said, it's your day. Let's go. We got a job to do. Another word came forth this morning as I was reading. Arise, come into existence. Take on form or shape. I was watching Pastor Paris Sunday night talk about dreams and visions. I believe that's a word that I could bounce off of that. Some of you have dreams and visions and they have been in the incubator for a long time. I'm talking to preachers, I'm talking to book writers, I'm talking to people who want to be married, a long time. It's time. I don't know what you're waiting on and you're going to see as I continue, if ever there's a time for you to arise and do according to the Holy Ghost, it is now. You only have to watch the news one day a week to know, dear God, what is happening? Paul let us know, it's just another whole message, that lawlessness is increasing, and right? You gotta arise, come into existence. What is in you that's gotta come into existence and take on a shape or a form? Step out and try. Scriptures that contain arise. I'll whip through these. Awakest thou sleepest. Arise from the dead. She'll give you the references, I do believe, on the screen. Arise and be doing, Chronicles. My favorite is Arise and Build. Something about building ever for years, Mike will tell you. I love getting around, I do. I'm not, you know, I build the kingdom, but I love watching something being built. I'm like the biggest, you're going to build, you got me in your corner. Because I know what it takes, I know how long it takes, I know how tough it is. But boy, when you start seeing some little seeds sprouting forth of what you've been building, there's nothing like it. Arise and go to Nineveh at the command, came to Jonah. Arise, take up your pallet. Do you want to be healed? Yes, sir, yes, get up walk you say i I don't know the command came arise if i've given you the word to arise i'm giving you the ability to do it none of this is your own strength we left those days years ago when we got saved prodigal, I love this, I will arise and go to my father. He came to his senses. Isaiah gives three ways, three reasons of why the children of Israel could arise. And I'm going to give those three to you now. Anyone in here going through a war, a battle, or you're coming out of one, anyone? Man, I get it. It's called life, isn't it? I need my 100% hearers to hear so that it'll come back to you. Three reasons, three ways that the children of Israel could arise when they probably thought, in fact, Spurgeon says, when they were called a light to the nations, they were like, it's a joke. No, Jerusalem, from the foundations of the world, you are it. You are a light to the nations. We will all come to you. Scripture says it. I'm a firm word believer. Maybe you've had a dream. Maybe life just came and beat you up. Hang on with me. Here we go. Buckle thou seatbelt. Three things, hope. He affirms their identity, which I'm going to hit on today strongly. And he tells them that they have a bright future. I'm going to give you hope today scripturally. I am going to affirm your identity. Why is that important? Because it won't be you. It'll be him in you arising and showing you what you're capable of. And I want to tell you about your bright future. Hope. Why? How can I hope? Well, you've been given privilege, saints of God. These are going to be some strong reminders in this Christianity 101 school of the Holy Ghost. Some strong reminders. Your light has come. We're New Testament, He came. Remember out of what darkness he delivered you. Giving you hope. You're no longer in the darkness of sin if Christ is in you. You're no longer in the darkness of spiritual ignorance. We have wisdom for days because of the Holy Ghost. Wisdom, supernatural. Supernatural. You have every reason to hope. Yeah, but I didn't know, I don't know how to pay that. Wisdom for days. It's not you. You're tripping back over into that. Get out of that and come back over. I was laughing, precious little, um, Molly, you're doing, you're going to the left, to the left. Of course, I'm going to the right and to the right. I messed it all up. I messed it all up. I'm not good with any of that. Mike's standing there like, Aunt Annie. You're going the wrong way. I'm trying to be all cool. Oh. Bad. Not good. (laughs) You're no longer in the darkness of spiritual death. We live forever. And go with Jesus forever. Not everybody gets to. Now, like Pastor Frank says, boy, does it get quiet in here at times. <laughs> Giving you hope to arise. He's the alpha. He's the omega. He began you. He can complete you. Jeremiah 29, 11, my, one of my favorites to give you give. He gives you the hope and the future you need. Genesis 1, verse 2, I, have, I look at this all the time. The earth was without form and void. Darkness, war-torn, battle-weary was on the face of the deep. The Spirit of God. Everyone say the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. You think you are alone in your battle, and you're just ready to throw in the towel? You're not alone. You have the Spirit of God in you, hovering. Hovering, hovering, saying, please, please come at it again. Please come at it again. Hovering, hovering. He made form out of chaos. Lamentations, his mercies are new every morning. Still on the hope. Hebrews 4, 15 and 16, you do not have a high priest. I remember when Pastor Frank did this in his Hebrews class, who cannot sympathize with my weaknesses, but in all points was tempted like I am, yet without sin, so I can go boldly to the throne of grace to find mercy and grace in my time of need. I don't have to go to a person. Nothing wrong if you do, but sometimes I just, I don't need to talk to anybody. And when I learn I can go straight to God, There's people all around the globe bound up trying to get in to see someone. This is huge that Christ did for us. Straight to the throne. Wisdom for days. Hope. He gave him three things. Hope. This next one. Identity. You'll see if you study Isaiah chapters 60, verses, man, chapter 60, 61, and 62, he spends affirming their identity.